Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James. On this podcast, my guest and I discuss topics and ways to heal and overcome in every area of our lives so that we may heal ourselves, our families, and our communities. My mission is to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thank you for joining in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Onus James, friend to fatherless daughters of Instagram. And I believe that everyone can live a life that is whole, healthy, and healed. And so I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and to fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal with the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Again, this is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, and I am your host, Ernest James. Thank you very much for everyone for tuning in, everyone that has tuned in to episode number three. Episode number three. Um, so let's jump right into it, right? So on episode one, which was Who Am I and Why?, I gave you a brief introduction to who I am and why I started this whole uh, podcast. And in that, I also gave two major or two of the main issues that I address, um, whether it's in mentoring or coaching or even speaking on the platform uh, on this podcast about. And that was um, male mentoring and uh, reaching out to fatherless daughters. And so on episode number two, I kind of go into um, the male mentoring program that I have and just kind of give the beginning um, stages of it, uh, the beginning teachings of it, you know, uh, to give young men or to give our listeners, but definitely those who are young men or those who know young men, an idea of what they will learn and what they will get out of the man up um, mentoring program or the man up online course when it is finished. Right. So, uh, that's episode two. So today is episode three and today on episode three, which is entitled, you're not okay. I am dealing with my fatherless daughters, right? I'm dealing with my fatherless daughters and reaching out to them to uh, speak to them directly. So this show uh, would definitely be good for anyone who is a fatherless daughter, um, an adult fatherless daughter, should I say, because uh, that's who I'm really addressing, the adult fatherless daughters. But if you are a fatherless daughter or you know someone that is a fatherless daughter or you are just an advocate for the cause or just wants to learn a little bit more about it or at least my perspective of it, this will be the episode for you. Um, when we get into our uh, third and fourth and, and other episodes, I'll bring on other guests um, to speak on different topics, again, to help us to heal in every area of our lives. But I wanted to start with these two topics because these two topics being the uh, male mentoring and you know the fatherless daughters are the two topics that I'm most passionate about. So again, in the first episode, we talked about the Man Up uh, program. So today I'm going to address um, our fatherless daughters. I'm going to reach out to our uh, fatherless daughters. So my name on Instagram is friend to fatherless daughters. And so just as most people often ask, how did that even come about? So let me start with uh, a little bit of my story and how I even came to be the friend to fatherless daughters. So 
when I was little, uh, maybe about six or seven years old, my mom met and befriended a young lady who was from uh, Mississippi, who had moved to Chicago, uh, to Chicagoland area, which is where we, uh, where I was raised. So we moved, they moved to Chicago and she met my mom. And my mom became friends uh, with this young lady. And this young lady who had moved from uh, Mississippi, when she moved, she didn't move by herself. She came with her mom and her sister and her two daughters. Uh, one of the daughters, which was the same age as I was at the time, um, ended up going to school with me. Uh, she ended up going to church with me because when, when my mother and the young lady became friends, um, she joined our church. And so they became really good friends then because they were seeing each other on a, on a regular basis and, you know, just developed that friendship. And through that friendship, connected our families, you know, through the friendship and through uh, our church home. So the young lady, uh, the oldest of the daughters of the young lady, um, became my friend. And we ended up going to school together uh, for, kinder, for kindergarten. We went to school together and kind of grew up together in, you know, schooling and then in church to the point that we became very good friends. And not only did we become very good friends, but in our early teens, maybe 12, 13 years old, we also became each other's first boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, so, you know, it's kind of the beginning of a, of a love story, right? And so we grew up, um, you know, as younger, being young as we were with the 12, 13 years old, you know, we had an on and off relationship as far as you know, dating, especially in those earlier stages, until we ended up uh, going our separate ways, ways as far as relationship-wise. So during the time period that we were apart, uh, I was married, and I had a daughter out of that marriage, and eventually that uh, marriage ended, and I was divorced. At the same time, she was also married, and she had four sons from her uh, marriage. And so uh, eventually also that marriage ended and she was also divorced. So after some time, we ended up running back into each other and we rekindled our friendship because we hadn't seen each other in years. We rekindled our friendship and in the midst of rekindling that friendship and also rekindled the love that we had for each other, which eventually led us into a romantic relationship and let us to get married, right? So that's the beginning of the love story of how I became the friend to fatherless daughters. But if you go back into the beginning of the story, when her mom, the young lady who originally became friends with my mom, moved from Mississippi to Chicago, again, she moved with herself, her mom, her sister, and her two daughters. Her father wasn't there and neither was her husband at that time. And so my uh, wife ended up growing up without her father, right? And so she was a fatherless daughter. And so after we got married, um, maybe once we were about four or five years into our marriage, we began to have some, uh, some challenges. And I realized that those challenges came from the difference in our upbringing because I was raised with my mom and my dad. 
So I have both of those influences uh, influences in my life uh, to give me a more of a, a, a balanced uh, emotional and, and mentorship uh, just growing up. And her uh, being raised uh, specifically um, by a single mom, you know, she didn't have the the experience of having a father in her life. And so she wasn't, uh, should I say, she wasn't aware or should I say even even comfortable with what that meant uh, when we got married? What did, what did that look like to be a uh, husband and a wife, you know, maintaining a household? And so we had some challenges that we had to deal with. And then us working through those challenges, what I came to realize about myself was that every woman that I had ever dated had been a fatherless daughter. And so when I began to look back into uh, my past and saw that for whatever reason, either I was attracted to fatherless daughters or fatherless daughters was attracted to me and gave me a new found uh, respect and somewhat a newfound mission to see uh, how can I help? How can I be of some service to these uh, daughters who are attracted to me, uh, whether in um, intimate relationships or just friendships? And, you know, who become my friends, who become close to me, how could I help them and be of service to them by, you know, just giving a man and a male's perspective from the perspective of being a male and then also from the perspective of being a father of a daughter, which I am. So that began my journey of becoming the uh, friends of fatherless daughters, because I got on Instagram in order to just kind of share my views and share my viewpoint and, and my ideas of, uh, in a way that may be helpful to the fatherless daughter that I came in contact with. And because of the, the um, response that I was getting from the fatherless daughter, from the friend to fatherless daughter's page, it really kind of took over in a big way uh, in my life and the things that I was doing, so much so that I wanted to really focus on it and really to uh, really dive down that road that, um, you know, I can get this message out of, of friends to fatherless daughters and, and helping fatherless daughters um, work within themselves, first of all, and then more importantly, in their relationships with their mates and their husbands, right? So that's how it all started. And so once this, once it started, um, I began to get asked to be on a podcast as a guest. And after doing several podcasts as a guest and uh, also meeting with the host of the different podcasts after the podcast was over, I was encouraged to start my own podcast. And it was like, you know what, you know, you got the voice, you got the, you know, you got the knowledge, you got the will to spread your message. So go ahead and spread this message of, you know, what it means and who you are uh, to be a friend to fatherless daughters. And so that is the beginning of the uh, friend to fatherless daughters. That's the beginning of my story. And so when I begin to uh, talk to fatherless daughters. I begin um, with the simple uh, statement that you're not okay. You are not okay. And the reason why I say that is because most fatherless daughters don't realize the effect that 
fatherlessness have had on them. And a lot of times, especially if they are a successful fatherless daughter and they have success, whether it be in relationships, whether it be on the job, whether it be in their personal lives, whether it be on the things that they want to um, accomplish in life, if they have been successful in any area of their lives, then usually they definitely don't uh, take knowledge or, or, you know, take notice that, you know, how being fatherless affected them. But the problem is when you are successful, the more successful that you are, the more, I think of it, I, I like to explain it as a, a cup of water and you have a cup of, or should I say a cup of, of cooking oil, right? You have a cup with some cooking oil on the bottom of the cup or in the cup. And then that cooking oil represents your quote unquote daddy issues, which is uh, issues or things that you have developed as a uh, effect of being fatherless, right? So let's say that's what that cooking cooking oil represents. And then you have a bottle of water and that bottle of water represents your life and your success and your happiness. But when you pour that into that same cup with that cooking oil, the more experience, the more life, the more happiness, the more success that you have, and the more that that goes up, it forces that cooking oil, which is your, your daddy issues, to come to the top. And if you haven't addressed those issues, and if you haven't dealt with those issues, when it's forced to come to the top, it's going to come to the top whether you're ready for it or not. And usually it's going to come out at a time that's not convenient for you. Right. And when those issues come up and you have to deal with them, sometimes if it's really hard to deal with, it'll start to affect everything that you've already been successful in, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your friendships, whether it's on your job, everything that you've reached success in. Now, those issues will start to affect it because it starts to affect you. So my goal is to get uh, fatherless daughters to address the fact that they're not OK and address the fact that although you may have had some sex success and may you have may have some success in your life right now if you don't address the uh, effects and the issues of fatherlessness that you may have experienced in your life then eventually it's going to cause um, those issues going to come back to the top and it's going to start causing you some trouble in your relationships, in your marriages, and maybe even on your job, right? And so when I talk about you're not okay, I'd like to go all the way back to the beginning, which is when you were created, right? So when God created man and woman, he, cre he created them as a male and female, as a yin and a yang, right? And it takes two, the male and the female, to come together to create the child. And not only does it take two for them to come together and create the child, but it also takes two for them to come together and to raise the child in order for that child to be raised uh, emotionally, spiritually, you know, um, physically, in some cases, uh, balanced, right? Because there are some things that only a male, only a father can bring to a child. And there are some things that only a mother or only a woman can also bring to a child. But it takes that father and it takes that mother together 
to raise a child that is emotionally balanced, that is spiritually balanced, you know, uh, in every area of their lives. And I know that there are some cases, you know, where um, definitely where it's a single, whether, whether it's a single father or whether it's a single mother that, yeah, they do take on their responsibility and do the best that they can. But if we are all honest with ourselves, we can definitely admit that there are some things that only a father can teach a daughter. There are some things that only a father can teach a son. There are some things that only a mother can teach a daughter. There are some things that only a mother can teach a son. And therefore, for that child to be whole, they need both sides. And so the fact that as a fatherless daughter, you may not have had both sides or enough of both sides, then we have to acknowledge that that took an effect on you. And because we know that it took an effect on you, we have to admit that you're, you're not okay. There are some things that you have to address. There are some things that you have to deal with, you know, and not only the uh, effects of being uh, fatherless, uh, but also some of the experiences that you may have lived through as being a fatherless daughter. Because oftentimes, just starting from uh, the family and the mother, oftentimes when there's a separation between the, the child and the father, that affects the family. Because oftentimes, if the father's not in the picture, then the father's family is not in the picture. And so now, not only are you not raised with your father, but you're not raised with your father's family. So that's a whole side of you that you don't get to experience, right? And then, if there is some bitterness, if there is some hurt uh, coming from the, the mother's side, then you also get the feeling that, okay, if this mother is saying uh, hurtful or damaging or degrading things about the father, about your father, then you know that, okay, it took my father and my mother to make me. It took both of them together to make me. So if my mother is saying damaging things or degrading things about my father, who is half of me, that means half of me is damaging. That means half of me is degrading, right? And so children take those on, even if not knowingly, right? Even if, you know, you're not paying attention to the fact that those things are affecting you mentally and emotionally, they do have an effect on you. And that's why I like to say, you're, you're not okay. We got to address it. We got to unfold it, you know, and I don't like the term daddy issues, but because that's the term that is often used, you know, we'll refer to it daddy issues and not all uh, aspects or effects of daily issues um, affects every woman or every daughter who has been fatherless, you know, but any uh, effect that it has, has to be addressed and has to be healed in order for you to live a healthy and healed and happy life, right? Because if you are unhappy or there are some issues that are not addressed, then you're not living your life to the happiest or to the fullest that you could, even if it is happy, even if you are good or you feel like you're good, even, are you, even if you're having some success, if you're having that much fun and that much happiness, that much success with your issues, imagine how much better your life will be once you address them, okay? So 
um, that was just one of the things I wanted to get into. Uh, and I, another thing that I wanted to talk about was that we can't make fatherlessness the norm, right? And I, I understand. I know that is is more common uh, now than ever, right? And I know that there are fathers that are out there that are not taking up on the responsibility of sticking with their families and not taking on the responsibilities of their children. I definitely know that is out there. But what I don't want us to do is allow that to become the normal, allowed us to become, yeah, okay, well, that's just how it's supposed to be because it's not how it's supposed to be. Every father that fathers a child is supposed to be in that child's life and not just be in that child's life, but be active in that child's life to give that child what he or she needs, right? So we definitely don't want it to be normal because it's not normal. So we can't accept it. And I'm not accepting it. And I hope that you're not accepting it either, right? You don't want that to be the norm. No matter how it's played out in your life, we must stand up and we must speak on it and we must address it to the point that we are breaking the curse, breaking the cycle of fatherlessness in our families, which leads me to the next thing that I want and the next question that I always ask a fatherless daughter, especially a fatherless daughter who says that she's okay. And that question is, what generation of fatherlessness are you? What generation of fatherlessness are you? Meaning, was your mother fatherless? Was your grandmother fatherless? Was your great-grandmother fatherless? Because what we find, there's a, a statistic that says that most fatherless uh, children, not just daughters, but most fatherless children will have fatherless children. Meaning most fatherless daughters will have, will give birth to fatherless daughters and most fatherless sons who grew up fatherless will father a child and then will become a fatherless, uh, uh, absent father in the life of that child. And that's just the statistics, right? And we know that there, a lot of that, there's a high uh, probability that those portion of that statistic will uh, come out in our lives, right? And we'll work out in our lives where the fatherless daughters and the fatherless children, should I say, will in turn have fatherless children. And so when I ask what generation of fatherless, uh, fatherless are you, I want you to think about how far does fatherlessness go back in your life, right? Or in, in your family. Did it start with you? Are you the first fatherless child? because your father wasn't in your life or was your mother fatherless? Was your grandmother fatherless? Was your great-grandmother fatherless? Was her father around, right? Because it's, it becomes a generational thing and a generational curse when it becomes the norm in our families. And we're passing it down one to another, one generation to another to where it's just not expected for a man to be involved. It is not expected for a father to be involved. Right. And we don't want that to become the norm. So when we talk about what generation are, of uh, fatherlessness are you, we have to acknowledge how many generations of fatherlessness it goes back from you. But the more important question that I ask, which is the follow up question, is how many generations will come after you? How many 
fatherless generations will come after you? Will your daughter be fatherless? Will your granddaughter be fatherless? Will your great-granddaughter be fatherless? Or will you take the necessary steps to address the father issues and the daddy issues that not only you have to deal with, but those undealt uh, with issues that your mother may have passed on to you, that your grandmother may have passed on to her, that your great-grandmother may have passed on to her. We have to address it and heal from it. So when you are healed, you can impart into your daughter a healed, happy, emotional place and also involve her father in her life where she's healed because she's getting the, the proper uh, yin and yang from the father and the mother coming together to impart in her where she can be whole and then therefore change breaking the curse and changing the dynamics of fatherlessness moving forward in your family, right? So it starts with you. That's something you have to address because only you can heal you. Only you can do the work that is necessary to heal from the effects of being a fatherless daughter, right? And so that's that's all I really wanted to talk on today. I just wanted to kind of give a uh, give my story and my viewpoint on you know fatherless daughters and you know the necessary things that we have to do in order to address it, right? And in order to begin to fix and heal from the effects of fatherlessness so that it doesn't continue to go on and continue on into our families, right? So that's just a little bit of uh, what I address when I talk to fatherless daughters, when I coach fatherless daughters, or even when I'm speaking at an event um, with fatherless daughters. That's just the beginning of it. And I just wanted to share a little of that with you, mainly wanted to share my story uh, with you all on uh, fatherlessness. So again, um, this is Ernest James. You're listening to The Deal to Heal with E. James uh, podcast. I host Ernest James, our friend to fatherless daughters on Instagram. And you can follow me there. And even look, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can check us out on our YouTube page. And if you're watching this live, you can look uh, at the bottom and find our flow page, which will give you all of our links, all of our information on where you can follow us at, right? So we're building this thing up, right? We got uh, our flow page up. We got our Instagram page. We got our Facebook page. We got our podcast where you can listen to us auto, uh, audibly. And, you know, we're putting it all together. So again, I thank you all for joining me on this journey, um, on this podcast journey. And I just ask that you, you know, support, any way that you can is definitely appreciated. And if you can't do anything else, just listen. All right. Again, I thank you so very much for tuning in. And until next time, we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to Deal to Heal with E. James. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. Today's episode was sponsored by Deal to Heal Tees. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problems, hear from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.